0: One Decent Pastor, a weekly podcast of the door located in Central Oregon where three completely average guys join forces to make one decent pastor and to discuss, discover and promote all things Bible.
1: And we're live.
0: Hey hey, what's up? Good
1: morning everybody. Good morning. That's it. <laughs> yeah,
0: that a long. there's a long pause right there. It's <laughs> good entertainment right there. Yeah, yeah. I got. Uh, yeah. I got nothing intelligent you have no to say. No banter. No. Yeah, nothing intelligent to talk about. That's I'm right. sure you have something intelligent to talk about. Well, I mean, once we get into the subject matter, sure, but. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, there's good. We can't.
2: We can't just jump into the subject matter. That would be. Just wouldn't be right. It's not the way that we roll. It's not the
1: way So, so you got a big weekend coming up. Dude, got uh, to
2: marrying off another child, which is rad. So Ty is getting married. Met a wonderful young lady named Leah, and they've been waiting for this day, and it's uh, in two days they're going to get married. They got a house they'll move into and all that good stuff. So we're super excited for him. Happy for you guys. Yeah, no, we're, we're super excited. I remember a day not too long ago, a couple years ago, when he would emphatically tell his mother and I, there are no good Christian girls <laughs> in this world. None of them love the Lord. I'm done. I'm done. And then uh, God threw this one in there, and that you know swept him off his feet. So
0: the funny thing is, I think there's probably more Christian girls out there saying that right now. Yeah, there are no good godly Christian right. young men out there. It was funny hearing so,
2: the boys yeah. say it because yeah, we know how boys <laughs> yeah. are. But um, but yeah, that was, he he believed it. He was like, yeah, there's just none of them are real It ain't legit like i won't be attracted <laughs> to any of them and
0: now they're a good match they're, they're fantastic they're a good couple really enjoy yeah they seem
2: to work they're both so uh just eccentric like perfectly eccentric too they both wear trench coats and um, funky boots and then strap like knives to their boots <laughs> and <laughs> Did like she wear just, a boot knife
1: too Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they when you see him walk that.
2: down the road, you know, like holding hands together, yeah. it's just like, it makes sense. like, how in the world did this <laughs> couple find each other? They're perfect. They're perfect. <laughs> yeah, I
0: didn't understand they had some kind of a thing on the wedding invitation about what to wear, and I, I don't have a clue what I'm supposed to wear. It was like 14th century yeah. Shakespearean. They, uh, I'm going to have you know, to dig those clothes out of the closet. I don't remember what it said. They, they like Victorian. <laughs> I don't know what it means.
2: Steampunk. Just go steampunk, yeah. Brent.
0: How much steampunk kidding. stuff do you think I have in my wardrobe I don't right think now, you do? have any. I just thought yeah. I would say do,
2: that. Do you have a top hat?
0: Oh, yeah, sure. Well, of course. Yeah. Just wear... No.
1: <laughs> wear your best sweats. You actually have
0: a top hat? <laughs> wear your Crocs. Oh, that's what I was going to wear. It's just some, yeah. some, some stretchy pants and my Crocs. There you go. That'll be fun. Yeah. Ty would wear
2: sweats to actually get married in if he could. The dude wears sweats like every day of his life. Really? Yes. He's a sweats guy. More like workout
0: workout sweats. Not the the old. Around the house. Kind of wears the old schoolies. The thick cotton ones, does he? All right. right. And then he like tucks them
2: into his boots and stuff when he goes out. It's funny. It's classy, (laughs) classy. It is. It's It's rad. Like he doesn't care.
0: Your table thumping again? Oh, sorry, sorry. I don't know if it comes through or not, but <laughs> no, I'm sure it does.
2: Doing my doing my thumpy thump. So. Yeah. So big big weekend. So super excited. Another one down. We'll just have one that's not married. So yeah. which is I don't think he ever will be at this point. And
1: and you'll have an empty nest as well.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. We've tried that multiple times and yeah. it hasn't hasn't panned out, but it should it should pan out. After this one. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Exciting. How about you guys? Anything big going on?
1: B- business as usual in our world. Just I think. make just make something up. Make something up? Yeah. All right. We won the lottery. Did you? Yeah. Did you see how big it is? Yeah, we got the billion dollar jackpot <laughs> it's and the lottery. Like 1. <laughs> 1. <laughs> 3 billion? He's, he's resigning his pastor tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what are you gonna do with that, dude? If you win it, like what are you gonna do with it? So much money. I actually have thought, not that I would ever win the lottery, but just the way my analytical brain works. I have thought about, like, if I do win a billion dollars, what would I do? Yeah, totally. I've thought about it. I have a plan. For a wow. million? A billion. Well, I have a plan for, for a billion? Million. I have a plan. For <laughs> they five, would be two different plans. Like, a million dollars is not really life-changing money these days. I mean, uh, I it agree. C- it could be. It's it's not what it was. It would take some twenty more years for a million dollars right. to be totally life changing. Yes, right.
2: Well, especially the taxing that goes on right. with it. And, and right. Anyway.
1: Yeah. So, like, you get a quarter. Like, if you take the lump sum, you get like a quarter of it, or thirty percent, or something. <laughs> yeah. Your, your right. Lump sum pay, you know, payout. Yeah. So, anyway, I have a plan for a million. I have a plan for five million, and then I have a plan for you know ten million and more.
2: Yeah. Good, uh-huh. Just being a good steward. Right. You, yeah. you never know. Preparing.
0: I have a plan, like if I find an extra 20 in my wallet, that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's about it. If I find a five on the ground, like, yeah. what am I going to do with that? Yeah. Get all excited.
2: Yep. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. Where did we get this topic that we're talking about today? I'm glad I asked you before we started, because I thought this was a listener <clears throat> request, and it's not.
0: No, I was listening to a, a podcast. Jared Wilson has one called For the Church, and they were talking about... Youth pastors in general, and um, kind of the things that they thought, you know, problems they had with youth ministry and youth pastors, and kind of that whole subject, and it yeah. made me think about all the different kinds of pastors. You mean junior varsity? Sure, on their way to varsity. Yeah, yeah <laughs> second pastors. second string pastors versus the yeah. first string. Um, <laughs>
1: just go make all your mistakes on these younguns. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> they, they were it. they were just which kinda, I think we've all done,
2: right? Oh, we've all we all went through that
0: Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, that was the the topic that came up, but it made me think there's all these different pastors out there in churches today and, and how did this happen and what does it all mean? And, and what do we do with it? You know, it's just kind of, yeah. So yeah, that that's where it is came it from. Biblical. Yeah. Why do we do it? Cause it is common now. If you don't like these topics, by the way, you can send <laughs> yeah, in better yeah. ones. If you're like, Oh, oh they're <laughs> doing <laughs> yeah. another pastor one, which we don't care about
1: because we're I, not I thought pastors. you were going to say if you don't like him, you could tune out, but that, I like no, no, you, tune in because you, you going to be, redeem that. And it's it's going to be awesome topics, but, uh,
0: it was interesting to me because I, I, I'm a kind of a, we're all students of the church, and mm-hmm. and to see kind of the way the church has evolved over the years, and, and the, just the way we do things is is interesting to me. And this is one of those things that's a bit of a head scratcher. It sure. is interesting, and it,
2: yeah. and it's common. So like it's become more common to have a bunch of, for for each local congregation to have subdivisions of pastors. There's right. a lot of pastor titles out there now, more so than I ever remember. Um, it just didn't seem to be. So crazy. So let's let's start there. Uh, I asked you guys to make a list of the ones that you've seen, the ones that you've heard. You said you came out with like 30, which is close yeah. to 31, Right, which is close to an ice cream reference.
0: Right. 31 flavors. 30, that would, that 31 pastors.
2: Yeah. <clears throat> Do you have a preference
1: of what flavor of the 31 flavors that you like? Just, just straight, off topic
0: for just, just a
2: second. Give me straight vanilla. Oh, that's like that, you know, I'm playing that <laughs> way. Give me pastures. straight vanilla. No, I'm talking if about ice cream. If it's a really good cookie yeah. dough, then I'm going with that. So like, don't judge me because of the company. <laughs> ben and Jerry's just has the best. Once in a while, I'll go grab a pint of yeah. Ben and Jerry's chocolate chip cookie dough. they're, they're cookie dough is the best. It's just big chunks. It's 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 <laughs> it's layered throughout. Frequently, they don't like cheat you on yeah. it. It's legit, man. But Otherwise, right. just give me just give me vanilla. <laughs> Brent, do you have a thirty one flavor?
1: That you you probably
2: don't like ice cream. I don't really like ice cream. Brent likes that bubble much. gum. Where um, the bubble gum's all frozen and. I suffer from, from
0: something I call um, analysis paralysis, so 31 Flavors <laughs> is o- many. overwhelming you to me. Can I even
2: <laughs> remember the last time you've been to 31 Flavors, to baskin
0: Probably a kid, as a kid. Yeah, <clears throat> me too. It's been yeah. ages. I really don't like ice cream that much. It's fine, but I don't. it's not good I'm for not me. I'm not a big it's, ice cream. No. I'm an ice cream fiend. Are you? You eat it every, every, night. Night, every night. What's
1: yeah. yours, dude? So when I was a kid, the bubblegum at... Uh, Baskin Robbins was my ice cream. When it's frozen? Right. It's yeah. so
2: frozen that you, you swallow it. Like you can't no, I would chew it. I'd save it
1: and then I'd have a whole mouthful of bubble
2: gum after I ate the are ice cream. You, are you serious? Yeah, heck yeah. That's kind of rad. Yeah.
1: What happens if you swallow that much bubble gum, it might kill you? And then, and then like, all the dye, <laughs> like all the color right, yeah, from yeah, the yeah. bubble gums right, would like come off on your fingers right. and everything because it's, yeah, right. anyway. Yeah. But, so I moved away from that. As an adult, I I, I like uh, Briar's Neapolitan. Wow. Huh. That's my Uh, go to. uh, I mean, I haven't really met an ice cream that I don't like, but. Sherbet. (laughs) (laughs) Sherbet. But anyway, sorry for the
2: digression there. (laughs) Okay. Okay. When's the last time you've been to 31 Flavors? We um, still have one, right? Yeah, friend, my, my friend,
1: yeah, I think Jill and I went there a while back. I don't know, maybe a year ago. I don't know.
0: I remember going to Cold Stone one time, and I just felt like I'd done something wrong. It really was, <laughs> gosh, it was too much. It was Everyone all, boasted on that. It was, I, uh, it was good, but after three bites, I, I was, you know, what have I, I made a huge mistake, you know, it was just too much food. <laughs> so, I,
2: so when I go, and when I feel like an ice cream, we will go to Goodies. Yeah. and I will get their Oreo cookie in the, the homemade waffle cone. So the waffle yeah. cones they make with their – I do the waffle cones there. It's like – it's insane. Well, I do like Mary – usually
1: Mary and Mary yeah, goodies. Do you get the, like the, the waffle cone creams, though? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, go, oh, oh yeah. man. Got to do the waffle cone. I think
2: that's why I do it is yeah. really just because of the cone. And when they just come out and they're warm, it's legit. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah,
1: We lost a couple – we had three viewers, now we're down to one. So maybe <laughs> ice cream didn't resonate <laughs> with that. I wonder wh- I wonder
0: why. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about. Ready Ask to us leave. if I'm we a, care. I'm about ready to leave. <laughs> no, you're not, dude. You love the topic. Okay, let's go. Thirty-one flavors of
2: pastors, man. Why? Why do? Why do we have so many different pastors in the church? Let's name some. What are some of the ones you guys have seen?
0: Just for the record, I just went local. I just went to the local churches that are that are here you around, went to the around sources. us, and just thought, what, what do we see locally? And and I, I only had seventeen, but I didn't branch out to you know beyond. You guys both got more than me beyond Central yeah. Oregon, so. Yeah. I mean, some of them are obvious. Like, you know, you got lead pastor or senior pastor. Th- those are pretty, you know, normal to see. Yeah. Those are very common. And then, then you'll sometimes hear like teaching pastor or preaching pastor, right. that type of thing. All, all those are on my list. Yep. I yeah. got those. Head, um, head pastor, I also have. I got on my that. List. Oh, head, yeah. lead. I, I, those are semantic. I mean, that's kind of the. Right. Yeah. And then, of course, then you start moving down to the second string stuff with associate pastor or assistant pastor, that type yep. of thing. Yeah. And then you have the weird executive. Pastor, got administrative that one. pastor, yeah, got, got got all that one. out on my list. Those are both in there now. Yeah, um, yeah lay know. pastor, of course. You, you oh, just knocked right. out the
1: top nine on my list, right? there. All right.
2: Yeah, those. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on all those. So yeah. we're all together.
1: Oh wait, one uh, counseling pastor. That's that was that's in my top nine. I've got that you in there, there too. That, so, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, youth pastor, obviously worship yeah. pastor, yep, uh, children's pastor, small group pastor, or community yeah. pastor. Mm-hmm. Got all those. Uh, creative arts pastor. Yeah, that one's one. was kind of funny too. That's
2: an important one. <laughs>
0: Just, what are you, what are you, I'm sorry, but what are you pastoring? Well, they're making, Creative arts. They're
2: creating coloring books of the pastor and That's they're in charge is, of that. That has happened. That in, would in be a creative art. That has happened. Yep. Anyway,
0: I've got discipleship, pastor, yep. family, pastor. I saw this one locally, refuge, pastor. Oh. Don't know what that means, but the pastor of refuge, not okay. refuse, but Refuge. <laughs> Uh, and then this one was also good. Uh, the justice and mercy pastor. Ooh, I found ooh. that one too. So. I've never heard of that one. Those are just the local ones that I found. I guess
1: that makes sense in our kind of social justice yeah. age that you would have a pastor of that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> did you? Did you guys, Either of you guys look into the the number of agents that are. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. I like that whole class that's been created, like agent. Sure. Anyway, yeah, we know some agents. All we right. did
0: meet some people recently that they don't like to be called pastor; they prefer to be called agents, and that was kind of a Men in Black, yeah, weird thing. And they're really cool. We we really like these. Yeah, people. we do so like them. But if I you're never, watching, like, I've never heard agent with before, so yeah, yeah, yeah. it's pretty funny.
2: Chad, what are some of the ones that he didn't name? Um, did you say young adult pastor? Get
1: that one on the list, or college pastor? Uh, or I've heard one, and these are all ones that, like I, like I have heard before. I didn't go searching, uh, but there was one years ago a church I knew that had a next generation's pastor. Mm, huh. So that was kind of basically a fancy way to say youth pastor or, or young adult or college pastor, kind of all together. Uh, let's see, outreach pastor, uh, singles pastor.
2: Did one of you see say pastor of vision?
1: So, mission? He did, yeah. Yeah, okay. so I got the so two on my list are a pastor of preaching and vision. Okay. And I knew somebody that held that title, and then someone who was the senior minister of word and worship. Well heck yeah. And then probably our maybe maybe one of our favorites, Pastor Emeritus. Oh dude, is yeah, that, made that... My list.
2: Well, we know we know a Pastor uh, Emeritus. Yeah. We have a Pastor Emeritus. We, we have here. a
1: Pastor America,
2: right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <the cape>? No nope, <laughs> no capes. <laughs> So Um, there's a lot. Yeah. And and honestly, like the majority of your list, uh, you're like, these are real and common. Yeah. Like these are pretty normal in churches. So you you very rarely come across a church where you just see someone titled a pastor or even a few guys titled a pastor. There's always a specification, a qualifier. Right. To what kind of so?
0: um, No, when we go to conferences and things like that, they always want us to fill out what we are. Yes, and the choices are lead, uh, lead, associate, senior, senior, you know that kind of thing. There's never. I mean, they don't have stuff like you know some of the weird ones. But so I always just put other pastor, yeah, (laughs) 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 pastor, pastor, yeah, (laughs) pastor, pastor. I feel like (laughs) so there's so there's a
2: lot of variations and subdivisions of pastor in the church today. How many does the Bible...
1: Well, but before we go there, do you have any on your list that we didn't have on No, our... you guys had them all. My list yeah. was shorter than both of yeah. yours
2: because I kind of went for just like the main, main ones, and it was about 12, and you, you read them off your list, and yeah, you there had you. those too. Um, so there's a bunch. How many do you have on your list? I got 30. Okay, so let's just say there's 30. There's probably more out there than, sure. than we know about. Let's just say 30. Um, how many does pastors does the Bible talk about.
0: (laughs) I mean, I think you could argue two.
2: Yes, that's what I put. That's Um, a correct uh, answer.
0: That's what it's, and some would would probably argue three, but I think two is probably the most correct answer. Jesus and then everybody else. Well, I was thinking of the two words that that are, uh, so you've got um, episkopos and you've got presbyteros, the two two words that are elder and overseer Mm -hmm. um, are the two that are very commonly used to describe that role Mm -hmm. Uh, pastor is the one that's actually some would argue it's not even ever described it's more of a verb like this is we the elders and the overseers who pastor pastor people they shepherd people that makes sense but it's not really a title that we even use so when it comes to that what we think of as a lead pastor position in a church the two words that i would say would be elder and overseer and of course some translations use bishop and things like that but but the two greek words are that's it yeah so but i mean yeah but that's not not necessarily
2: talking about two two different. Roles. No,
0: same same role. Like, so so it's so yeah, kind of one role. Yeah,
2: of a pastor. So here's the million yeah. dollar question: If that's true, and I totally agree with you, that is true. What Brent just said, it's that simple. Um, I, I was just going to go with you know, I was going to go ahead and allow pastor to be. Bishop Elder, which it is, we all we all believe that. Yeah. Yeah. and then we've got a senior pastor. There is a senior pastor in the Bible, which he
0: is actually called the shepherd. He so, is so he's the, the only he's the, the only the good, one that has the, the, the title pastor because the word pastor and shepherd are the same yeah, yeah. word in the yeah. Greek yeah. and in Spanish. <clears throat> interestingly, but so not in English.
2: Yeah. So knowing that that's true, how did we get to this place? A normalized, a normalized, how did we get This is here? not my beautiful what church. What are we doing? Uh, <laughs> how, how, did, how, how has this become common in the church to have all these subdivisions and categories of pastors? Well, I, don't, I don't think in a, in a small church you don't have all
1: these titles of pastors. You might have some of them. There, there's some know. that have some. become
2: um, like like staples, like this is just the church. way that you form a church. As far as right. a youth pastor, you a worship you know, pastor, right.
1: these, these are senior pastor, associate pastor, you know, whatever. But but I think kind of the, the, the bigger a church gets, maybe the more necessary okay. it is to subdivide.
2: You know, some of these. That's one of the reasons of that duties. I actually put down is like maybe like where did this start yeah. and like how did we get here and it. I thought um, the same thing. The the church, the growing <clears throat> church, um, the church that grows so big that you have to start creating categories to be more manageable with right. what it is that you have or more specified right. more focused well, if
1: you have a mega church for example with a big staff you know maybe you've got you know a staff of 20 30 50 you know whatever mm-hmm. um, you know I think in order just practically to, to manage that staff you got to divide up the duties mm-hmm. um, and I, like I don't think any of us would say there's anything inherently you know wrong with the church you know being big or sure. having a title mega <laughs> sure. but, but it certainly creates some dynamics
0: that you don't have to deal with you know in a smaller church well and even some of these titles are helpful um you but you could you could call it the director of children's ministry Mm -hmm. or you know the you know the staff administrator there's there's but throwing the word pastor in there is that's become very common and and it gets a little confusing i think well you're just
2: just getting right down to it now i'm I'm sorry i'll
0: wait but but to answer your question i do have an answer to what you just yeah yeah what are some Um, yeah how did we get there's been a strategy in the church. Uh, basically to divide everybody up into different groups, like like-minded groups, you know, singles, um, parents, uh, old people, whatever it is. And so when when you divide the church into all these different categories, it starts to make sense that you need somebody that, that specializes and be able to shepherd For sure. these single people over here. Right. And these, you know, the, so I think that's part of maybe why yeah. it's gotten to where So a it's lot gotten. of it's the, yeah. the
2: specialization yeah. that we've created in right. churches right. that not necessarily... Is, needs to be there, which again we it, find it helpful when it actually may not be completely helpful
0: because you kill integration. Yeah, and there are times when I think it it's makes sense for people that are, oh, that are going sure. through the same thing to, to team up and do something. But for in sure. general, when you look at what the church is supposed to be, yeah. it's multi generational. It's yeah. it's all everybody's together. Like if there's an um, ice cream lovers ministry, like that makes sense.
2: I, right? I, I would and have that Chad would, I would be the pastor, pastor, the ice cream pastor. I would <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. So yeah, um, size. Have you, ever, have you ever
1: heard of a church that has like an old people pastor? Because, like, you can't call
2: it, like, senior pastor doesn't work for, like, the old person's pastor. So, yes and no. So, like, I, I, I don't think I've ever heard of that title. But yeah. one of the popular trends in a lot of churches these days is to have a contemporary service. Right. And a traditional yeah. service. And in that, a lot of churches have um, brought two different guys in sure. to, to basically handle those services. Yeah, that makes sense. So, I guess that would be that, wouldn't it? Yeah. Hmm. I've just never heard of, like, the retirement pastor or, you know— well, whatever. Captain America
0: is the retirement pastor. <laughs> yeah, the pastor emeritus is the retirement <laughs> yeah, pastor, pastor emeritus. All right. <laughs> uh, the, the other thing I would just answer that same question again is the, the 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 way that we've bought into the idea that we have to have paid professionals, yep. um, you know, to, to do everything. So if you if you're going to have somebody that's going to be counseling people, you need to bring in somebody that's specialized, right? Can, you know, trained in that, educated in that, and then For they sure. become that pastor. And so so because we we bought into this idea that the whole church doesn't necessarily you know team team up together to, to do these yes. things. You have to get the the right guy in there. Only the qualified specialized title. Yeah you know, that kind Wh- of thing. which which there is qualifications for
2: elder slash right. pastor yeah. in the Bible. Like that it's not just anybody like you you have to be qualified or John MacArthur will look at you and say disqualified. <laughs> um, so like that's real. <laughs> right. But but Go the on. way that you're talking about <laughs> is more in a worldly way, not the biblical way where we go through it, Education is king pretty yeah. much. Not, not gift or calling, which is a whole nother subject sure. of error. Right. Um, and, and, um, so anyway, yeah. well, I think in a lot of denominations, you just go get your credentials,
1: you know, you go no, through exa- you know, an, exactly. an education process that's exactly. outlined by the denomination and take classes or whatever, and then you get credentialed
2: yes. and, and you're in, which is what the world does whenever they go into a, uh, an occupation right. or a field. Yeah. of some sort is you, you go, you get educated in it and then you get the piece of paper that tells you you're educated in right. it and then you go get the job. And we've, we've kind of done, we've yeah. done that.
1: And, and there are some like, like I was in a denomination, you know, years, years and years ago where like you, you would get your credentials and you'd become licensed, but then ordination was another step. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then like you were super credentialed or something when you, you know, became ordained.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Along those lines, one of the reasons I, f- I feel like we've done this is the same thing. We've I think we've followed the world and um, what success is and how sure. to achieve success. And we've done that in the church. So I believe we've bought like <clears throat> corporate templates. Right. Um, and I, and I, I think that's maybe to me the, the way we have found ourselves in this situation. Like may, maybe uh, that may be the greatest reason is that we we look at these corporate corporate templates of how a business becomes successful and runs right when it gets big and we go, well, if it works there, it it can probably work here. And and in, in ways it, it does. There's things that you can bring across the board and they're going to do what they do. But I think that
1: organization or church grows, the more some of those things on a practical level
2: make some sense for sure. For sure. Um, and so we, we end up with this tier from the top, now you've got a CEO and right. you've got you know the board of trustees and you, which we you call the elder board or whatever. You can make your you know your analogies or draw your parallels, but so anyway, I th- I think that's kind of the biggest reason we've seen it to be a com a, sure. a, a commonality now in running a, a church is because churches are trying to be big, right? And if you want to be big, which equals successful, this is the way businesses it's, do it's it. It's a necessity, so we can almost. do it too. Mm-hmm. So we've started yeah. parsing out roles and offices to match the corporate template. Yep. I don't know. I could be wrong. I know that's kind of an oversimplified. No, I think you're right on. Yeah. So here, here's, here's the question that I think naturally follows that for me is just because it's not in the Bible, 31 flavors of pastor, but just one or two, does that mean it's wrong? <laughs> maybe, maybe not inherently
1: wrong. Okay. okay. But, but, Good answer, Chad. But problematic, a well, Way to cover that, you know? bro. Okay. Yeah, yeah prob- problematic. Okay. Um, for all the reasons that, that you've just said, you know.
2: Um, someone you can know? make the case, right, like even when we look at the church, we see things that the church does, but the Bible doesn't necessarily go through and prescribe right. the way that they have to be done. And that's part of the reason why we have... So many different churches and denominations, uh, whether it's the way that they do communion or when they do communion or how often they do communion or whatever. You can take almost anything that the church does and find, like, major variations of it because we have freedom. Like, the freedom is assumed in how we get to actually do those things. And I I could see maybe someone making the argument that, like, that's all we're doing here. Sure. I mean— well, I think, like, we, we all came out of youth ministry, and I think, you know, we would probably all
1: agree that, like, there's a disconnect in just kind of modern youth ministry that, like, okay, let's segregate this group of people over here, um, you know, run them through the children's ministry and middle school ministry and high school ministry and college ministry, and then at some point say, okay, now go be a part of big church, and then there's a total disconnect totally. there. Um, and maybe the intention of it was good to be able to kind of give some specialized teaching to a group in a way that they could understand. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that and that makes sense. And so is it wrong to have, you know, children's and youth ministry and college ministry? No, but but have we done it in a way that's problematic? Probably so. Yeah, for sure. And, and you could look at that with, you know, let's take the seniors and, and put them over here and let all the old people hang out together because of their affinity for, you know, one another and, and whatever. And, and it just creates, you know, another disconnect of, of the church not being integrated. And one of the beautiful things about the church if we're doing it the right way, is the integration of the old and the young and everybody in between. Yep, I agree. And, and so when we have all these segregations and divisions and, you know, pastors for this group and pastors for that group, we, we tend to miss the mark. And, again, I don't think it's wrong to have to say, you know, hey, you, you oversee this group over here and you oversee that group you know, over there and give them some specialized attention. But, um, you know, the way that we've done it and we, like just the American church as a whole for years, I think has
2: contributed more to it being problematic than it yeah. has being helpful. No, the generational parsing that we've done, um, thinking it was a good idea originally, like we we have definitely like felt yeah. like the effects of it. The church right. has felt and seen the effects of it, and a lot of yeah. it's our, our own fault from this kind of a strategy, sure. where where people don't know where they belong in the church. Right. Uh, there's not um, there's not cross generational um, community and relationships going on. which you your like necessary, absolutely, for a healthy church to function and for our lives. Yeah. Um. And and we've like killed all that and called it bad. Right. Um. And yeah, I'm not. Don't even get me started on that. And by the yeah. way, <laughs> if you're if you, if your heart, if you are called to be a pastor and you're made, like, God has given that to you, and it's primarily to young people, that is varsity. Yeah. That's not absolutely. university. Like that. That is varsity. So it's not. It's not stepping stone.
0: Yeah. But so. there there is an aspect. Where we, don't, we've created, don't, don't no, this. We've <laughs> created these <laughs> categories and said you can be a pastor uh, for this group of people, but but you wouldn't necessarily be a pastor for th- for anything. No, else. I, I, it's pro- it's and at some point you might just say, "Well, is that even a pastor?" Then right. maybe, maybe they're just gifted and, and using their gifts in the church to totally disciple God. some people and to come sure. alongside them and and to, and to help shepherd them. Yep. Sure, but when you look at what a pastor is in the Bible, I mean, if you if you have to specialize it down to this little <laughs> certain area of something that's not even really. Clearly laid out in the Bible. I, maybe, maybe let's just not call it pastor. So we are we are going <laughs> to yeah. get to that. Yeah,
2: when it comes to like what does the Bible say a pastor is, um, yeah. and because that takes care of like where right, you're going sure. right now. Um, I, you're right. In, in some ways, we're completely cheapening and um, we're playing games, which is why we named yeah. it this. We're playing games to to suit us or to suit the corporate you know, agenda or whatever you want to call it um, by, by um, making different things, pastors or removing uh, the responsibility right. of a pastor in other areas. Um, it has hurt us. It has Well, and e- us. even yeah.
0: the, I think, I can't remember the dude's name. I think he started the Boy Scouts. can um. not tell you. Guy from Britain, um, you said Boy Scouts. Boy Scouts. scouts right well, basically, there was a point where he noticed all these young young men that were fatherless or that didn't have a good godly father in their lives, and so he started this 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 movement to try to basically um, disciple them. Um, and so it was a uh, a Christian organization when it started. And so when you think about youth ministry in general, it's a kind of an odd. You know, you don't really see that laid out in the Bible. You see that that responsibility given to the family and the father. Uh-huh. But when you don't have that, yeah. you know, now you've got this this need, this void right, a gap that fill. the church can come in and fill. I mean, it's just kind of weird that we even have yep. youth pastors and youth ministry the way we do right it now. Um, because, but again, it, you see the vacuum that's been created by a lack of <laughs> godly dads and this need that's there. So I kind of get why we do it and why we sure. have it. But, but then you have the flip side of that as to where you've got these parents that are in the church – Saying raise my kid well, make sure yeah. they turn out well. <laughs> That's exactly. <laughs> and exactly they're right. they're dumping it off on somebody. They're abdicating yeah. their responsibility to yes. somebody else. So I can see why, if there's nobody else there to do it, yes. why the church has an obligation to step up and do it. Right. But in general, that should be kind of the exception, not the rule. Agreed. But yeah. That maybe is a whole different subject. But yeah. but it's weird that we've created some of these categories. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And,
2: and they're not questioned. Every everybody right. is is playing. By these rules in their church, whether they're a conservative person that we would say is solid in the Word and knows their Word well, like nobody's questioning yeah. these tactics. Everybody just does them. It's mm-hmm. just what we do. Yeah. And you're right. I think I think it's worth people sitting down and questioning um, some some of the harm that that they may they may be doing. And we could we could stand for some reformation in this area, Absolutely. which is yeah. I think is why you thought it was important enough to talk about today. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, because I think if the church were to just kind of may- maybe be more of a multicultural, everybody together, um, th- th- it seems like maybe we've we've specialized at the point of almost harm.
1: Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah, you
0: know, um, whereas, you know, Maybe there's a better way to, to do this. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, and agree. even to take that thought a little bit further, maybe you'll get into this, but, you know, we, like we attach the title pastor to things that aren't pastoral roles.
2: Well, and, like everybody's a pastor, <coughs> but, like in some churches, you know, they, if like,
0: everybody's a pastor, then no one's a pastor. Right. Let's get into right. it right now.
2: <laughs> so, um, what have we done by doing this? I mean, a, a lot of churches have at least five of these. Some of them have more. Um, it almost seems so, so like, gosh, I don't want
1: to do this. <laughs> Worship.
2: <laughs> Pastor. Like why have we started doing that? And and when we say worship, like worship's so much bigger than what we make it, that's a whole nother conversation and problem. But obviously going with what everybody knows it to be. Worship means music. Music pastor. Okay. Why does there need to be a pastor of music? Why can't you have someone that just leads music because they're good at leading music? Because that's not trendy. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Okay, <laughs> to, to, have, to have it like a director, you know, or, or even like, I, I would even question like, why does that person even need a title? Okay. I'm, I'm down yeah. with that too. Or do they need a title at all. Can't they just, you know, go and provide music for the church and we can be thankful for it. And we don't have to call them anything
2: other than their first name. <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, gosh, yeah, that's pretty
0: hardcore, uh, me, yeah. bro. Yeah, no, I'm just, no, that's yeah. actually there. There's something cool if you find somebody who is a real pastor. I mean, when I say a real pastor, I mean somebody who's called, qualified, you know, yeah. biblically defined as a pastor who is able to lead the music as well. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and it's hard to find. Well, I think it's a but they're not order. a pastor because they're leading music. No, they're no, no. A pastor, they're a past- right. they're a pastor. pastor first, who happens, happens to be able to, to do music. this. Yeah, because the theology, the the, the whole methodology that well, goes on there there's is— There's a lot the, of pastoral teaching mm, moments that yeah. can go on yeah. out of
2: the music of the church. Yes, but but this is different. It we, is, but I, I
0: wish that that occurred more often, pastor, like right. because because I think that work, that actually is pretty cool and can work. Yeah, so, sure. but what when you have somebody who's not qualified, not called. Um, but they're, you know, talented musically, and they're able to, you know, sing well and, and organize a group and all that. Uh, but they're not really pastoral, and they're not theologically sound. Right. To, to put them in that role and, and say that they've got to kind of lead the church in this way yeah. and say yeah. a lot of stuff on Sunday mornings that may or right. may not be even even good. Right. Uh, that's pretty sketchy. And that's what you see yeah. m- happening in most churches nowadays, that they're, they're actually almost talking as much or more than the person preaching that day. Right. And that's... So, so why, why are we doing this? Like, I don't even know if
2: any of us are able to answer that because this is such a foreign thing to each of us. Like we don't understand, we don't do this here and I don't think we're going to anytime soon. We just, we kind of don't get it. Yeah. But how, how has this become a thing where anytime anybody leads or, or maybe kind of like heads up the charge in any kind of a ministry or subdivision of the church, they have to be a pastor. Like.
1: Well, maybe, maybe I, don't, I don't know where this. And this is where from, we've cheapened what a pastor is. Like, there, there are some important roles in the church. You know, it's, it's important to have musicians that are that are talented and that do a good job. And even to have a paid staff
0: person that that head that, sure. that up would not be a wrong thing. <clears throat> I don't think it's, I a, say it's, it's important, a, but it's, it's not wrong.
1: Yeah. But it's, it's important to have, you know, somebody that, you know, can put a children's program together. If that's like those, like, Mm
2: -hmm. so we have one, they're important roles, right? Deb, we have a gal named Debbie that does that. She kind of heads up. She's taken, led the charge. She's good at it. She's gifted at it. She's got a desire for it. I don't think it's ever crossed our mind once to say, okay, you're pastor Debbie. Right. But I mean,
0: again, you might call her the the children's ministry director or something like that. I mean, but, th- if but you that makes title, sense because she's directing. Yeah, right. that, she's leading. That, right. that, that that's a helpful title to differentiate between these roles in but a way that makes sense. Most people aren't doing that. They're
2: no, putting they pastor didn't. on anyone who leads <laughs> and anything. And maybe maybe we don't
1: differentiate all that much between pastor and leader. You know, in some contexts or some yeah. churches, like if you're leading something, oh, you're a pastor of that. Sure, thing.
0: sure. Well, even the weirder thing is at that point when you've got all these people that have the title pastor they still wouldn't call them elders, and they wouldn't sit in on an elder meeting. Yeah, uh, They wouldn't be on an elder board, but they still carry the title pastor. Well, in a
2: lot of churches, and, they would.
0: Well, not. I mean, I'm surprised how many I run into. I mean, I've, I was having conversations with a guy recently who's he's the director of the children's ministry or the youth uh, college group. I can't remember what his title is, but he's called a pastor, but he doesn't go to any of the elder meetings. He has no say in any, you know, and it's very strange to me. Again, yeah. it's like, why do you have that title then if you're not really... I don't know. I mean, I think he is shepherding those kids. Don't don't misunderstand sure. that, but but it's very I don't get it. It's weird. It's very confusing. Let's say let's say that <laughs>
2: um let's say that a, a a local congregation has multiple pastors with a qualifier in front of it, a specific um designation for it, and, and they're all called to be pastors. Okay. Um what what does that do? Is that okay? Or is that have its challenges as well. Again, I don't think it's inherently
1: wrong. Yeah, sure. But it certainly can have some challenges. What are some of the... There's there's probably a way to do it well. Okay. But it it seems to be maybe more problematic. Okay.
0: I mean, you could actually argue we do that. Um, We have three pastors that we don't have any other... But I'm not adding like, to our name. But as far as we, I'm not we like have... the pastor of mission and vision, and you're the pastor of teaching, and you're the pastor of counseling and shepherding. Right. We don't, we don't do well, that. That's we, what I'm talking we about. We don't. But like when it comes to vision, for instance, uh, we would lean heavily on you because that's that's more of an area of your right. gifting. Now we don't, we don't designate you as that guy. That's my point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why? Well, because we're co pastors. We're, we're, we're all that we're, we're all the same as far as you know. This is kind of what I'm getting. Quality. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because
2: because I believe it. It does. It does create in the mind of the people like a, there's, there's an authority hierarchy. thing. There's yeah. a hierarchy. <laughs> you're, still, you're still making somebody something, and it's understood. Like yeah. the title says something. If someone yeah. said, ha, has a card and they hand it to you, and, and there's four other pastors in that church with that guy, but it says senior pastor— People know that that's the dude. Yeah, sure. like that's the guy I go to for these things. He's the he's the top one. Someone the other night referred to us in uh, as the Trinity. You know, because there's there's three of us, the <laughs> Trinity of pastors. It's like, all right, like who who's the first person in the Trinity? <laughs> you know, like, like who's the second? Who's the? Th- and but 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 we do right. this by the qualifiers and the designations that we put, even when someone is qualified. Sure. Well, and and people,
0: you know, even in, we've had this model for eleven years now from the beginning. Eons. But people still Eons. want. Who's the who's in charge? Who's the lead guy? Yeah. Yeah, who do I talk to? Give who us the I, king. They want the king. They want somebody that's actually identified as that top mm-hmm. dog. Um, and it's, it's who's funny. the first person of yeah. this trinity. That's that people still want to know that yep. and, and are still trying to figure it out and find that's it. That's
2: what I guess I don't like yeah. like like you said Chad like it's not like it's 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 like a problem like like sinful or something for us to have those qualifiers if we're qualified to be pastors. Right. Those designations but it this is a downside to me. Like it's a problem you know, with feeding um, that, that thing that people want, that's sure. not biblical. Like there's, there's one shepherd that always, no matter where you go, that's the senior pastor. And we need to, I, I just believe there's ways that we can help people to learn that or, or, or at least rebuke them into acknowledging, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, and and learning that. So
0: I don't know. Just well, and it, it, we've mentioned this before, but the truth is that there are times when it's going to be best to go to you for something. Times sure. when it's going to be best to go to you, and sometimes best to go to me, depending on what we're talking about, because we have different roles, different giftings, uh, different things we're good at, um, and so so that no that doubt. part makes sense. And no that's doubt. where some of these little titles can probably be helpful designations. Okay. Uh, even though we don't we don't do that, yeah. mm-hmm. um, but most people know like if if there's something administrative that needs to be right. answered, they're not going to go to David. Um, right. You know, uh, and are and, and, and so. Yeah, They're find themselves in. But a but hole. but I wouldn't want to have the title of administrative or executive pastor, pastor because of they, money. Because then that almost limits what you know the other things that you do. Right. Yeah. So you know if you talk about all the things we do as pastors and you yeah. try to like get you know put a title in there for all yeah. those things it it could be a little bit of a long list I, right? I always Absolutely.
2: joke to our people like responsible pastor responsible pastor irresponsible pastor <laughs> but like that's what my card should say is like irrespons i'm not like I know that's not a boast, but like irresponsible pastor i'm not not gifted in those things, but it's really easy for people to go to us without titles on our cards or designations and ask about inquire about some help on something yeah. right and then we direct them to yeah. the right person like they're like like. How, how how amazing right. of a thought is that, that you just do it that way? Yeah. Well, well I, I
1: think the size of our congregation kind of lends itself, obviously, to our, yeah, our, for our sure. model.
2: You know, again, if you're bigger, you know, you, you
1: to some extent have to organize in a certain way, mm. you know, just on a practical level, sure. um, you know, to where, where it makes sense. And right. so, um, you know, again, I don't think there's anything inherently wrong with a church, you know, sure. be, being big or, or even being called mega, sure. but, but it does present you know, its own issues and problems and challenges. No and, and it just seems like, like, I don't, I don't know that God intended for a church to be, you know, 10,000 people.
2: <laughs> no, I, that's why, that's part of the reason why then your, your ecclesiology and just your, 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 um, the doctrine of church growth yeah. like means something out of, sure. out of that is like when you get to a certain size, like, what do you do with it? What we're doing these days is right. we're forcing ourselves to make new categories yeah. and fall into these tiers and these structures and these sure. frameworks because we're not teaching people to, go, we're not going out, right. we're going up. <laughs> right. And so it's like, all right, well, I guess, I guess you guys are all going to suffer some of the, some of the consequences of that. Yeah. You know, not, not that it's horrible in and of itself, but it's just like, you know, pain is optional and I guess you're sure. just willing to do it. Um, what is the primary role of a pastor biblically? Cause again, the, the whole point here is like, we're throwing around the word pastor to anybody and everybody for anything. What is a pastor, biblically? What
0: what uh, is the primary role of a pastor? I would I would just kind of lean heavily on the words that are used in the Greek, and and you see overseer, and you see shepherd, and so you get this idea yeah. of somebody who's whose responsibility is to kind of oversee what's going on in the church in a, in an in authoritative way, sure, you know, um, and, and also to be so able that means to, practically, yep. But and, then, even, and then to be able to shepherd, minister to the, those people, yeah. um, you know, so we're we're guiding, we're protecting, we're yeah. you know we're yeah spiritual, there a spiritual spirit, oversight. There is a spirit.
2: There is a spiritual yeah. aspect, absolutely, yeah. to to the whole idea of pastoring or yeah. shepherding. It's the spiritual oversight, even so. Even though there might be practicalities of oversight and practical decisions that need mm-hmm. to be made by that responsible party we're really primarily talking that there's a there's a spiritual guidance that's yeah. going on over all of it right Jesus yeah. says to Peter like you love me like feed my sheep that's what I, I think of I I mean if you were to summarize the idea it's it's that feeding well what what are you feeding them you're feeding them words of life you're, <laughs> you're feeding them yeah. spiritual food right which is to yeah. to grow them and to uh, mature them and and I just think that's what a pastors dare to do? Yeah, yeah that, I mean, ministry
0: ministering the word to people, um, protecting sound doctrine, guarding yeah. guarding false teaching. There, there's so many aspects of that. Uh, providing guidance and counsel to people, yeah. praying over people. Um, you know, that's really what a pastor's supposed to do, and, and supposed to be able to do it for the entire body, that, right? That the, the whole flock that they're that they're overseeing. Sure. So again, when you start to get into these specialized things, okay, well, you're the pastor that watches out for that guy over there, right. and you're the, you know, I mean, it gets a little bit, right.
2: Or even you're the pastor yeah. that leads music, you know what I mean? It's like it, right. like at the end of the day you're you know, maybe picking some songs and throwing them together, but, like, are you shepherding? Are you feeding right. sheep? Like, <laughs> is, there, is there that component there? And having a right biblical understanding informs,
1: you know, who you give the title pastor to and what you put in front of it or behind right.
0: it. Yeah. Well, and ultimately the, 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 the elders of the church – are the ones responsible to make sure that the music is what it's supposed to be through know, the pastor? Yeah, their lyrics the are correct, and yeah, that, the, you know, that it on. fits the vision of the
2: church and the mission of the church, and, and even the children's ministry. Yeah, and what's being taught there, what curriculum. Yeah. All, like they right. they are responsible as pastors for yeah. all of it. Yeah. yeah,
0: which does mean you sometimes you delegate and you you know because yeah. that's the other problem you run into. Well, is this is the that, argument for yeah. plurality. Yeah, yeah correct,
2: yeah. and not a, yeah, dude. Anyway, yeah. No, you I, were going to well, say something I think we'll get into that more as we go. I
0: don't know if we're going to. Well, you, there's something about coaching coming up, okay. I think. So, um, let's,
2: let's do that one. It's become very ch- popular, like trendy. This one actually bothers me, so I'm going to try to, like, not talk about it too much. I wanna... <laughs> if you're a pastoral
0: coach, this is where you might want to tune out. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to come off
2: like a jerk. This one's a head scratcher to me, so it's become very big now. And maybe it's the people that I see, like, going into this field is why it bothers me because a lot of them – are no longer pastors or disgruntled pastors. Right. Or <laughs> yeah. that, okay, anyway, coaches. Pastors now have coaches. This is a real thing that people are not just making money at.
0: That they pay. They're making...
2: Yeah. No, they're paid
0: to yeah. coach paid well. pastors. A, yeah. And they're paid well. Um, discuss. Well, it's not a head-scratcher to me. Um, I, I, I understand why it's there and why people are using it and why it's happening. And it's because... We've adopted a single pastor model. And it's broken? A head pastor model where that pastor has no friends, uh, nobody he can talk to in the church— He's alone. He's isolated. He's responsible to do everything. Everything's on his shoulders. If I was that guy, I would want a coach. I would pay somebody to tell sure. me to you know to come and hold just you know that I could rest my head in his lap. <laughs> and and just, our, and just a stroke of Everything's going to be okay. and of course our our institutions. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know that the the pastors are coming out of are telling you you can't let your guard down and you can't yeah. have these relationships with your people and you got to maintain this. You know what I mean? So yeah. we, we go elsewhere and outward yeah. and yeah. yeah. So, so, so. There's, there's a
1: presupposition that's, that's broken going yeah. into this kind of a model. Yeah. Um, I remember years ago I was in a pastor's meeting where there was a guy that came down from Portland to our pastor's meeting and, and he was starting this coaching ministry Uh, And just wanted to make himself available, which like I didn't know the guy, so I'm just thinking like, who who are you, and why would I call you? And like nothing against the guy, I just didn't know him. But but also the other aspect of it for me is like like I had guys in my life that you know if I did need to lay on someone's lap and have them stroke my hair and tell me it's (laughs) gonna be okay, like I had guys for that. Like I don't I don't need you for that who I don't know. I will never do that for you, by
2: the way, Chad. I love you, but no,
0: (laughs) we have never done that for each other, and I don't think we ever will. I was just trying to. Never laid on Chad's couch. Yeah, I was picturing somebody in the field. Position, just sucking their thumb, right. <laughs> and you know this coach is going. You know it's okay. It's yeah. going to be okay. Is, is, you it, can do it.
1: Is it wrong to be mentored? No. We should all be mentored. But but the Bible gives us a prescription for mentoring in, in the local church that the older people pour into the mm-hmm. younger people and. And like I think it's kind of a myth to think that someone who's not a pastor doesn't have anything to offer to someone who is a pastor. Yeah, right. Like like I've had the benefit through my life of older people in the church pouring into me who weren't pastors. Absolutely. But but they've invested in me and poured into me in ways that have been helpful and and beneficial. Um, And and that's just the biblical prescription for it. Is it ever wrong to go outside and ask someone to help coach you and mentor you? Probably not. But you know, just the presuppositions going into it that you mentioned of like I can't be friends with people in my church as a pastor, or that like, you have oh, like to—you
0: literally people. have to hire a friend, right? To, to, that's pretty. <laughs> right, up. those are kind of wrong. <laughs> it's sad. Yeah. I, it, the, the frustrating thing when I was putting this together and thinking about it is you—you know—was this part of what about. they talked about? Was the coaching thing? No, not at okay, all. Okay, this no. one I kind of like came to my well, head, he, and it's too. like, oh my gosh, he like, does it so. Uh, uh, that guy. No, nobody, you're right. Yeah, yeah so no, right. they're not going to talk about that cuz he, he actually <laughs> offers that service. Um but That's the, a that the, the frustrating thing to me is that when you see what how we've overcomplicated the church to the yeah. point of ridiculousness at times where is, if we did this the way that it just looks like in acts you've got the pastors living among the people, the yep. elders of the church are, are there with them, being ministered to and ministering to others. Still overseeing, but but it's, you know, you're you're interconnected, your lives, you're known. Yep. You know, you're you're um, vulnerable. You're accountable. All those things. You've got a single mom in the midst that has a has you know kids she needs help with. The church rallies around that that person, or a widow. The church rallies around that person together. We, we don't have specialized it. We see it groups. We, see it going on. Yeah. We, we do. I just yeah. I just wish that it could be, you know, rather than separate it all out and all these weird various ministries that the church just lived life together in a way that right. was kind of just an organic, natural outpouring of love and care and ministering for each other. You didn't have professionals that were hired to do all the work. Everybody did the work. You know, we all, we were in this together. Uh, That's the way it's supposed to be. And that just simplifies this so much. It It does. does.
1: Yeah. I even think of you know like we've got a guy that that you know usually sends us a Monday morning yeah. text and it's kind of like you know don't jump off the ledge today you know yeah. like to, and encouraging you know like you know God's called you to do this
0: and we don't have to pay him to, to send the text we're not to pay him <laughs> right <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm sure he would probably wouldn't even take it if we offered it no at all. Yeah. Yeah. and you know, like he's not a pastor but he takes time he out of his day to to right. encourage us and, and yeah. it's 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 a small thing that's not a small thing Super cool. cool yeah
2: yeah pastoral coaching and ongoing. Um, like education, accountability, encouragement, all that stuff looks like this. Like yeah. it, and again, like that could sound arrogant. Like we don't have it figured out. We don't do everything perfectly. But the reason why we've set things up the way we have is because we believe these things and we have right. thought of the implications and we've even seen what's just going on around us in other churches and seeing, um, you know, the, the natural outworking, a lot of times negative outworking of, of buying these systems and sure. not... Not thinking
0: them through. Well, I we even talked to some of these guys that are these the single pastor model kind of guys that are so discouraged right now, ready to throw in the towel, and we're trying to encourage them to you know consider a model like this. It's hard to implement, yeah. Uh, but man, it solves so many. It kind of it does blow
2: up the Death Star, right? It, I it mean, does. Pa- <laughs> Peyton had that chapter in his book mm-hmm. that was like, it seemed radical, and, and kind of when we're talking about, it, I'm like, this isn't that radical to just do to to go back to simplicity. Right? right, clear, clear the board, and and just go ahead and focus on what the Bible gives us rather than what it doesn't give us. Right, like it, like it, it's sufficient. It knows what it's talking about, but that seems so radical because everybody is is operating within this framework. That we've well, the created, two the two right?
0: enemies of this are ego and money. You know, so we didn't even go there, and that was one of the anyway. Yeah, I mean, it, it seriously. If you're going to try to adopt this model, that means you got to spread the money out between yep. everybody that's there to and some spread degree. Spread the ego out and spread the, the ego, ego out. Share the ego. You can't have that yeah. type A guy that's going to be the micromanager that always gets you know. That's yeah. you know, if you want to get things done, you have to do it yourself. Right. Kind of that doesn't work. Correct. Um, and you have to be able to kind of root for the other guys. Sure. And, and, and that's not easy to do, yeah. but man, it it solves all the problems that yeah. – you know, we, we see other guys struggling with, it seems like for sure. Yeah.
1: Well, I might even take that, a uh, you know, uh, kind of a, a step further. So, so not only, you know, do we believe in the local church and, you know, that, that we're all members of it, including the pastors, right? Mm-hmm. We're, we're all sheep. Mm-hmm. Um, but like we spend time with other pastors locally who, you know, we try to encourage and they encourage us and, um, you know, just those natural relationships of pastors in our own area that we get to spend time with as well. I mean, like there's a coaching that happens mm-hmm. in that that maybe isn't super intentional on any of our parts, but just by virtue of relationship yeah. and getting together, you know, we help each other in that way. And so, you know, it's a good thing. You know, like I just I know so many pastors that are kind of isolated even from other pastors in their area. Well, it's, yeah. it's
2: a competitive thing, right? I mean, right. ultimately, when you're looking at it as a business, like your yeah. business needs to be better than the business sure. down the road or else you, it— it costs you on multiple levels. Um, that's one of the things that I, I think I love about us. And just hearing you say it out loud, I realize now why we have it. Like be- because we we see these things and we we don't believe they're they're right or helpful yeah. or a blessing, <laughs> and we do things the way we do. That's why we have such a heart for other pastors. All of sure. us have. All, all three of us. None of us are competitive. None of us sit around and like want to see other guys fail so that we can look better. We all have always gravitated towards and networked with other pastors, and this is why: is because we um, we see so much more than for them than what sure. Than what it is that they're walking in and living in and dealing with because yeah. of what they've created. Well, that, so I, that
1: was part part of my draw to you guys. You know, when when we connected, yeah, it, yeah, it was, it was exactly the same way. What you're saying, yeah. and you know, I mean, it was a shared value that we yep. didn't, you know, we didn't know each other to know that we had this shared value, but that was that was a huge part of my draw to yeah. you guys. And it's it because exactly we believe
2: this stuff. Yeah, yeah, is is the reason why we actually have a heart for yeah. for people. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I don't I don't have anything else. I just wanted to sit and bag on other churches <laughs> and pat ourselves <laughs> on the back. So. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that's not what
1: we're. I, I don't know what to say to that.
2: Obviously, you know, I'm being sarcastic. I don't want it to look like that. Like we are passionate about these things. We are very convicted about these things, and we don't see them as small things. If you notice, we yeah. see them as major things or potentially major things uh, with the church, and it's because we love the church.
0: Well, and I, we you know, also we see we also things. see this in the Bible. We see we see co equal elders, and there's a lot we don't see in, in the every Bible. town. Yeah. Yes, and, and it just seems like. It, do This try this out because yeah. we've seen how it works, yep. And again, we didn't invent it, you know, we, we in some ways stumbled upon it, but we had these biblical convic- convictions. But the fact that it works so well, we, we want to push that out into other guys' lives that we see struggling and burning out right yeah. now. So it's not like we figured it out, um, you know, this we're, is we're, old, we're rad, and you know, yeah, we, we that's why that book we learned I it from to, others, yeah. yeah. The book
2: I referred to, blowing up the desk, was called yeah. Church Zero, and that was the whole like point of the title, right? Is like the these these things the things we need to reform to and figure out and adjust to aren't because they're new on the market no they, they're old things that we simply right. need to rediscover again yeah you know they're first century things that we just we just need to trust you know yeah yeah so yeah cool all right why don't you pray us out you want to pray
0: right sure Father, thank you uh, just for your goodness to us as pastors. Uh, thank you for your goodness to us in this church, um, Lord. We we are humbled to be able to do what we do, and um, Lord, thank you that you've um, you've really brought this model about. Uh, we give you credit for that, not not taking it for ourselves, mm-hmm. and, and we just pray that uh, that would be an encouragement to anybody that might be listening, uh, maybe struggling. I just I think of a couple of brothers right now that have reached out to us recently that are kind of at the end of their rope, and and just pray that you might help them to implement a model that uh, looks more like this that might be able to. Um, keep them going, keep them, uh, you know, running the race and and fighting the fight. And so help us to do that, Lord, and just continue to bring more people uh, our way that uh, we can minister to. And thank you for the church. Thank you for the love that you give us. In Jesus' name, Amen. 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 Thanks for joining us.